All right, so how can you take your love of education, wanting to inspire people to reach their educational heights, turn that into a ministry, and then monetize it? We're going to talk about that in this episode today. Welcome to the Monetize Your Ministry Podcast. And you get a chance to interact with them. To me, that's full-time ministry. You get to serve them. You can be a tenant. You're going to be paying somebody forever. If you do not niche down, you will never be successful. You'll be so busy just trying to catch everyone and never reaching the right one. Yeah. Um, the bottom line is the truth of the matter is we're not going to die happy because tattoo diabetes is like a thing. It brings in itself and then it opens I want to provide content and things that are going to help change lives. And I simultaneously want you to, to receive a blessing from that. And embrace that calling. I believe God's blessing that stuff. God's blessing that stuff. Now here's your host, Kamon Hunt. All right. Uh, welcome to this episode of the Monetize Your Ministry podcast. I'm your host, Kimon Hines, and I'm glad to have with us today, Dr. Kesslin. Dr. Kesslin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I was jamming to the music. I, was, I know, I, right? <laughs> I love to hear the beats when people bring me in. It just gets me ready. All right. Let's let me go. calm down. Let me, let me no, stop. that's all right. No, stay, no, no. Stay hype. Stay hype. This is what we're glad. That's why we do it. That's why we have that intro the way we have it. It gets me pumped it. up every time. I love it. I love well, it. Well, Dr. Kesslin, I, I'm, I've been excited to have you on the podcast. And I'll tell our, our viewers, our listeners, something um, that is quite interesting. You reached out to me earlier this year because you were getting ready to launch your podcast, um, the Doing the Doctorate podcast. We're going to plug yes. it here. And you asked me some questions. And in the middle of that, while what you didn't know is, even though I'd had a podcast in the past, I was getting ready to launch this one. And I said this before, I was in that stop, start, stop, start phase. And yeah. just you asking me those questions made me think, you know what? All the stuff I just gave you as information, I'm going to put that into practice. I'm going to start just recording. So thank you for asking me that because you helped me to get mine going. I'm, I'm glad. Listen, see, this is the segue into research. Yeah. Research is all about asking questions. I jokingly say I have been a researcher all my life. As a kid, I used to get in trouble for asking questions. Now I get paid to ask questions. And now yeah. I, I can add and I help other people get paid for yeah. me asking questions. So, hey, I love it. I it's love a win-win. I love Research it. So, this, I, so we're going to get into your bio, what you're doing. But I want to ask people yeah. this question up front, all my guests, um, because this is the Monetize Your Ministry podcast. And we're out to do two things. One is to make people step out and monetize, but also to reframe what ministry is. So when you hear the word ministry, Dr. Kesslin, what comes to your mind? What's your definition? I'll tell you what my definition used to be. Okay. And I'll tell you what it is now. I love that. Uh, My definition used to be preacher, pulpit, preaching, word, service, scripture. Right? Uh, Then I became a social work major and a social worker. And I realized that ministry is using whatever talent you have to help meet the needs of the people. I love that. That is ministry. And it doesn't have to, it includes, but it doesn't have to be limited to preaching or speaking from a pulpit. What I do in every aspect of my life is ministry. 
Yes. Uh, whether it is preaching from the pulpit, which I do do, teaching a class on domestic violence, which I do, teaching classes at universities, which I do, um, serving as a chaplain, a Protestant chaplain, which I've done, um, or helping people get their doctoral degrees, which is what I do now. It is all ministry, helping to meet the needs of people. Why? Because in the end, the goal is improving the world that God has left for us. I love it's that. All Thank ministry. you. I love your definition. I love your. I love your new definition. Thank right? you. And I'm glad you said the old one because that's where a lot of people we lead we we confine ministry to uh, in the church realm, and really we confine them mm-hmm. confine it to the people up front. Yes, that's the minister. That's ministry. And we look at ourselves as well, you know, something I don't I'm not I don't have a ministry, but as you just defined, that's the the real definition. Everyone watching this, everyone listening to this, you have a ministry and it's it's where you help people and serve others best. And so Absolutely. I thank you for that definition. Absolutely. It's 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 taken me a while to step into it. Yeah. But um but yeah, and ministry is so much more than what it used to, how I used to define it so much more. Yeah. yeah. We, we want to get to uh, what you're doing now with the PhD consultants, but I want to take us back a little bit in your journey. So you mentioned social work, you mentioned chaplaincy. Talk to us about what, like, what did you start off doing in terms of your career work and, and, and how did that interact with, you know, just that, that first part of the ministry journey? So I graduated from Oakwood College, the great, the marvelous, the illustrious, <laughs> the best Oakwood College, uh, now Oakwood University. Um, but I transferred there. There was a story before my Oakwood story. And interestingly, come on, I was just talking to someone yesterday and I said, I wanted, I was a business major. Mm-hmm. I was a business major because I wanted to own a franchise of salons sounds it's all ministry when you think about it yeah my rationale was i love doing hair my though you may not be able to tell it today but nonetheless focus kesslin i love doing hair because when people look good or when they think they look good they feel good and i wanted people to feel good about who they are as god created them to be Mm -hmm. so my thought was if I can use my gifts and my talents to help people look good or feel that they look good and own a whole uh, franchise of salons, then that would be my way of impacting the world. Mm-hmm. Ministry, right? Yeah. And making money. Let's go. <laughs> that was my initial thought. The problem was that I did not enjoy my business classes. I made A's. I made the grades, but it just wasn't fulfilling for me. So I changed my, <laughs> I changed my school and I changed my major to Bible something, Bible something. I got to Oakwood two transfers later. I got to mm-hmm. Oakwood and I went to an academic fair, which is where all of the university departments were in the gym. And I had a conversation with several, um, department leads or representatives and i met mr gregory mims who turns 90 years old today mr gregory mims uh introduced me to social work and he said 
Miss Braid. You can do all of these things that the other majors do and more with the social work degree. Mm -hmm. I was sold. With social work, I can be a business owner. With social work, I can impact policy and practice. With social work, I can be an educator. With social work, I can work in child welfare and military, do whatever I wanted to do. Right. And so that was, um, that was it for me. And then from there, I just, I took off. Uh, grad school, got my M MSW, came back, worked as a therapist, counselor, did a whole lot of other stuff, but yeah. all within the category of social work. And most of my time now has been in social work education. And I'm able to pour into people and help them change the change themselves and then change the world. I, listen, I've had a wonderful career. Would not trade it for anything in the world. Wouldn't you know, it's so interesting. It's so interesting. You know, I, I love listening to people's stories to see how some of the things that we think are so um, just a footnote in our story mm. are such an important part of the tapestry of what's happening, right? Just now you had a business major. Um, yes. You wanted to, to do here. Uh, you wanted people to feel good about themselves. And now you're in business now, right? Even though you went into social work, you're in business now. And so it's so yes. interesting that that where you started off is a part of where you are now in your journey, but in a different way. Absolutely. That's amazing, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like I'm that. I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah. And so social I, work is my platform. That's it. Yeah. So I, I, remember, I remember watching the stuff and you're encouraging people to finish your doctorate. And some of my friends have gone through your program. Uh, you're the PhD consultants. Talk to me and talk to us about how do you start a business, right? Monetize helping people finish your doctorate. How, 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 did, how did that even come to your mind? It, it honestly came as it didn't, it didn't start with trying to monetize. Okay. It started with trying to help people doing ministry. Mm -hmm. um, I, I remember vividly, it started in two, officially in 2012, but I had friends who were, I'd finished my doctorate and I had friends who were going through their doctoral program and they would call me and, and I would get excited about helping them. And I know it sounds geeky and nerdy and whatever, but I would get excited about helping them. Um, so much so that two, three, four o'clock in the morning, I had babies then when my babies were up and I'm taking care of my babies, I'm have a baby in one hand and I'm on the phone or on the computer with an, a friend helping them work through their literature review or some element of their dissertation. And it was so invigorating for me. One night I, I just, I sat up in the middle of the bed and I hit my husband and I said, I know what I want to do. I want to help people get their doctoral degrees. And he was like, okay, it's, but it's two o'clock in the morning. Like, must you tell me this now? But I was so excited in doing it. Now in hindsight, <clears throat> in hindsight, I recognize that this work, this ministry utilizes my strengths. I'm an encourager. I 
People say I write well. I'm a critical thinker, I'm a processor. Um, I've done my DISC assessment, so it lines up with who I am. I am a structured, process-oriented person, which is what the dissertation requires. Mm-hmm. And I'm an encourager. I am excited. I am, um, that's just who I am. That's the I in me. It's the perfect combination of who I am. Wow. So yes, it is, it's, it's totally invigorating for me. Now, you ask about it transitioning to a business. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> my business model has shifted. Initially, I had a per hour rate that was not on par with what everybody else was doing. But again, I'm, I'm a social worker. I just want to help people. It wasn't about making money. It was just about helping people, which is great, but I need to eat. Right. 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 Um, so I, I increased my rates. I had a one or two, three clients. That's all I could manage at the time. Um, and then I enrolled in a business coaching program. And that's when I learned how to package my strengths and my gifts in a way that is still competitive. It's on par with my colleagues, but I'm able to help more people. And come on to this, to this day, I, I have four clients who within the next, actually more than that, maybe six who this year, this graduation season will be marching or have marched within the last, the next two, three weeks. I, I never would have wow. envisioned that I would be able to have the reach that I have, but it's because I got coaching on how to be, uh, how to structure my business in a way that made business sense yeah. and not, not just heart sense. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Kesslin, you are saying some really in, in, um, important things here. Uh, we're talking with Dr. Kesslin from the PhD Consultants. The, she's also the host of the Doing the Doctorate podcast. And we're talking about how her gifts, right, the teaching and the encourager and how you're, you're wired, the disc assessment, and then just your even your passion and your pursuit of education and social work, how all of that's come together for you now to create a ministry, helping people to get their doctorate, and now you've monetized that. Yes. Um, I want to stick this question in here. What's a mindset shift that you had to go through? Because a lot of people, what I realize, what holds a lot of folks back in this monetizing, in this expanding their impact and their, 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 their income, what holds us back is some limiting belief, some lie that we've been told that we've bought into. What's a mindset shift that you had to, that you had to make in order to, to get to where you are right now? Well, I would say I'm still shifting. Sure, sure. That social work ingrained service is a part of who I am. So I'm still shifting. But I remember having a conversation with Eric Thomas. And um, I said, E, we, we were at Oakwood at the same time. So I'm not just name dropping. I mean, I just appreciate this brother. You are name dropping, but but you know the person. So you I, could. I know the person. <laughs> so I said, E, I'm really... I'm really struggling with 
telling people what I do, like this whole PR game just seemed pretentious to me. And I, I'm, that's not who I am. I'm really struggling with just telling people that I have a 100% graduation rate. Like I, that I struggled. And he said, yeah, I get it. He said, I get it because our, well, our college, and this was in front of a group of people, our, the motto of our college is enter to learn and depart to serve, right? So the service part is who we are. Mm -hmm. It's what was ingrained in us. We weren't taught to serve means you can make money too. And he said, I want you to think about it this way. If you don't tell people what you do and how you can help them, they will never come and you can't help them. So you've got to tell people what you do so that they will know to come to you to get the help that they need. Telling your story is service. And sometimes people don't appreciate what you have and take full advantage of it until they make an investment in it. So you requiring them to make the financial investment is really requiring them to make an investment in themselves so that they can finish the process. That was a game changer for me. Since that day, I started doing, I mean, I'm, I, I don't mind telling people and posting comments about what, you know, when people send me a comment that says, you really helped me. If it wasn't for you, I would not have gotten accepted into a doc. Like I tell those stories now because it's not about me for me. For some people it is about them, but for me, it's not about me. It's about giving glory to God. Right. So when people say I've helped them, I can say, Oh, thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Now let's go and make a difference in the world. Let's do this. Yeah. So that that was a complete mind shift for me. That's such a good one, because if you don't tell people, how are you going to help them in the way that you could possibly help them? Right. Yeah. And and you're saying something um, service, even though it is helpful, does not have to be for free. In fact, one Absolutely. of the best ways we serve people is to allow them an opportunity to invest in themselves because it allows them to bring their best self to the process. That's that's kind of one of the other things I heard you share as you were yes. talking about that mindset shift. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm I'm still learning it. I, I'm I am from a very small town and my my parents um were ve are very humble humble people. And we don't talk about our wins and we don't talk about we just do the work. Yeah. So it it is a mind shift for me that started with that that prompt from from e it, it truly did and i'm listen i'm still learning about um how to charge what you really are worth so that people can make the investment to to in themselves to change i'm, I'm still working through that but sure. i'm a whole lot better than what i used to be i was going to ask you that like I mean, if you look at which where you are now when you look yeah. back at where you started in terms of what you were charging I'm sure there's a, a lot of growth that has happened in you and what you've been putting out there to people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm thankful for it. Yeah. I, I, you know, I know I'm jumping backwards, but doctorate, right? Like you talked about people would ask you, 
Was there something in your own journey of getting your doctorate that you figured out, okay, I have a struggle. I want to, I'm figuring out how to overcome. Like, what is it that made you just like passionate about helping people with this part of your educational journey? I am giving people what I didn't have. Mm, let's go. I wish I had someone to help me. I wish I had someone to say, listen, when they ask this question, they really, they don't want your opinion. Your opinion is going to polarize you. It's a very political process. I wish I had someone to guide me in not the academic pieces. The academic part of the doctorate is, is easy. It's the other pieces that people don't tell you about that make it difficult. And so I wrote a book. My first book was about tips. It's a degree of persistence, 120 tips to complete your doctorate without losing your mind. It's just a tip book. So many people have said, thank you. So for those who don't sign up for the program, you can at least get a little bit of what I'm sharing through the tips. It's just sharing information that I didn't have. Um, the second book was, it's called Doing the Doctorate, Where to Go, um, What to Know, Where to Go, and How to Begin to Win. And it helps people get started to find the right program for you and to get started in a way that helps you get out sooner. Things I didn't know, right? So I am giving people what I didn't have and what my early clients didn't have. I did just yesterday, come on, I did a, um, a demystifying the doctorate, which is kind of my community centered free stuff. Cause I do mm -hmm. give so much away free. I did a session at Capitol Hill, Seventh-day Adventist church. And there was, there were two other doctors in, there were other people who were in the program and some who were applying. And they all said, I wish everything you're saying is right. I mean, I wish somebody had told me that. And I'm like, right, because the doctors who didn't have the support can validate, they validated everything that I was saying. We wished we had a coach to help get, get us through. So I'm just giving away what I didn't have. I love that. And just for anyone watching this or listening to this, there's some struggle that you had to overcome, something that you were in the part of your journey where you said, I wish someone else would have helped me. Mm -hmm. And that thing might be the thing that God has called you to um, take and to serve others. And part of that serving others is through monetizing it. And, and don't 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 overlook that. Right. What's a challenge that you may have had at some point in your life that you wish someone would have helped you with? And that time might even be now. Yeah. Uh, but look at that as something. Now, it, this this question came to mind as you were talking, right? So, social work is your background. You have a PhD. Is there was there any sort of like within you? Well, I'm not a education major. I shouldn't be talking about helping people get. Was did you have to overcome that at all? I'm asking for a reason. But if you didn't, that's fine. No, I didn't have to overcome. I'm not an education major. I had to overcome. I'm not a. I wasn't a business major. I still may want to go back and get my MBA. I, yeah. I, I think I will. Yeah. But there there are still certain gaps in terms of um, business know-how that I'm learning. Mm. I'm learning. So I'm filling that gap now in different ways. 
no, didn't, never felt like I'm, I'm not an education major. I couldn't do it. Right. Maybe in some other areas, but not that one. Yeah. And, and you brought up business major. I think for a lot of us, we think I don't have the expertise in business. Or I don't have the expertise in whatever. Someone's going to call me out. And as I'm hearing you talk about it, one, you invested in a coach. You invested in yourself. And you move forward with what you had because people were already asking you for help. You were already helping people. And for a lot of us, we're helping people. They're asking us for help. We're giving it away for free. And we're having to do everything else we're doing. And we're not receiving any benefit um, financially for all of this knowledge and all this expertise we're giving away. And 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 there is a scripture <laughs> that that says that a a man is is worth his hire, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you're doing the work, you may as well get get paid for it. Yeah. And everything is not about necessarily you getting paid, but there's nothing wrong with yes, that. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing yeah. wrong with getting paid for what you do. That's right. You said you said it again for the person in the back. So I appreciate it. Ain't nothing wrong <laughs> with all my PhD. Ain't nothing wrong with getting paid for the gifts that God has given you. Absolutely. Nothing. So, Dr. Kesslin, yeah. I, you, I, I love the uh, the placement of the books right behind you and the uh, doctoral robe there. I love I love the placement. I love the the branding and everything. Tell us. Give give us some tips, right? So I'm going to ask you to be our business coach. I'm here. I have a ministry. I have something I'm serving others with. Give me just one or two tips that you have learned and put into practice that have helped you in your journey of monetization. Hmm. So I will start. The first thing that comes to mind is there's nothing wrong with asking questions. It's only when you ask the questions that you get the answers. So for me, um, my current question is, who do I need on my team to help me? I cannot get to the next phase of this journey without other folk on my team. So the question is, who do I need on my team to help me? and I'm building a list of an advisory board. I need help. I need a, I, I, with certain areas of the business in order to grow, I need help. Um, two, pride goeth before fall. Mm -hmm. Pride goeth before fall. Um, in my world, my doctoral world, a lot of folk don't want to get the help because of pride. You, you don't, you know, you, you think you got it. You don't need it until it's too late. Don't wait till it's too late when the help is there at the very beginning. So get the help. It's okay to not know what you're doing. None of us know everything. Get Ask the questions and get the help. Um, and you can't do it in isolation. You can't do it by yourself. Hmm. When you try to do it by yourself, I'm talking, I'm preaching to the choir, right? When you try to do it by yourself, you, um, what's the word? 
you negate the opportunity of someone else being blessed. You take that from them because wow. you're trying to do it all by yourself when in reality, come on, this is your skill set. I need to call you so you can be blessed and be a blessing. But when I'm trying to do it all by myself, I steal that blessing from you and those that you could be blessing. Wow. I can't I'm... do everything by myself. You know, it's so interesting that that was pretty like I, that, that hit me because I think. A lot of us think if I ask someone for help, I'm bothering them, mm. right? But you just said, if I ask someone for help in an area that they have strengthened, right? Even if I'm paying them, I'm blessing them because I'm allowing them to work in their area of giftedness. Yeah. So as I'm building this thing, as I'm monetizing, as I'm putting together my business, if I have a gap and I ask you, hey, Dr. Kesslin, help me with how I do my whatever that, you, that I see you gift, you're gifting. I'm not bothering you. I'm blessing you by allowing Absolutely. you to do more of what you're supposed to do. I love that. Absolutely. I can't tell you the number of times I've gone to a basketball game, a, a church event, um, a choir rehearsal. Just I can be in the grocery store and somebody will say, hey, you're Dr. Kesslin. Can I ask you a quick question? I'm like, sure. Yeah. And and it just brings me joy. There's somebody, there are a few somebodies, we run in the same circles, and every time they see me, they like, I don't want to ask you this. Please ask. I yeah. I I get joy out of doing wow. this. Yeah. So ask. I'm I don't mind. Yeah. yeah. Other and one thing I the same way. And one of the things as I listen to you, you putting a price tag putting some products, putting your services together and packaging them does not take away your joy from helping people. No. Yeah. All right. I'm going to get you out on this. One of these last questions here. Sure. You've sold books. You've sold individual coaching. You've done group programs. What's been the thing that in terms of packaging what you have, what's been the one that you gravitate to, you like doing the most in terms of how you package your, your expertise? Oh gosh, I'm a teacher at heart. I'm a teacher. I I wouldn't even say I package it well, but public speaking, empowering and inspiring people, that that's that brings me joy. That doing this, this it yeah. brings me joy. I yeah. don't know that I package that side of who I am well. Um I do it. I do it sometimes. I'm going to be doing it more. Thanks, Kamala. But um, I, I hope I answered your question. That's the thing that brings me yeah. the most joy. Yeah. It's yeah. an immediate high. Wow. I see the impact immediately. Yeah. 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 I, I like that because, you know, there are different ways, right? You can put it in a product and sell the product. That's good. You can put it in like one-to-one -one coaching, which is good. But it sounds like you like um, a group. You're talking to people. There's live interaction. That makes you come alive. And and just for those of us watching this, you can be paid to do that as a part of your monetization strategy. Listen, I have some invoices out right now that I need to. <laughs> I need to. Listen, thank you. I need to follow up on those. 
but yeah, you you get you get paid. I never would have thought that you could get paid mm -hmm. in this way to use your skill. It's I love it. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Awesome. Dr. Kesslin, tell people where they can find you, um, where they can follow you, how they can support what you're doing. Yes. I am Dr. Kesslin everywhere. I am on IG, uh, Facebook, Dr. Kesslin, um, YouTube. I have a YouTube channel, Dr. Kesslin. Um, you can go to my website at drkesslin.com. You can schedule a session with me, a 30 minute session. It won't cost you anything drkesslin.com backslash schedule but don't worry because there are things that you can sow into you can sow into this work this ministry i am hoping to establish scholarships coming soon there's so much yes. that's going to be happening i'm super excited um i have writing retreats that are coming up over the summer there are lots of ways that you can get the the dr kesslin support just go to the yes. website or email me at dr kesslin at the PhD consultants.com. And I'm here. I'm here to help you get through. I love it. By the way, uh, for those of you, just a little quick tip get your name, get whatever you want to do, dot com, get it on all the social media platforms. That's really good branding so that people are easy to brand. remember. Dr. Kesslin.com. Listen, uh, thank you, Dr. Kesslin, for being on with us, just for dropping all of that knowledge, inspiration. I mean, more than just inspiration, you gave us some tangible tips and tools for us to use in our strategy of monetizing our ministry. And for those of you watching, listening to this, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Make sure you leave us a rating and a review on whatever podcasting platform. And do me one more favor. Share this because someone else needs it so that they can increase their income and their impact. Thank you for listening to the Monetize Your Ministry podcast with Kamon Hines. For more information, visit our website at www.monetizeyourministrypodcast.com. That's www.monetizeyourministrypodcast.com. Find us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Please share this episode with someone who needs it. Let's increase our income and impact.